Cousin Molly. Cousin Mark, welcome to your podcast, Space Trash. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you could join us this week. Yes, on this beautiful Tuesday evening, or if you're listening, the day premieres Wednesday morning. Yeah, yeah it really actually is the first night not too hot. Yes, which is wonderful. Because I work in a warehouse that does not have air conditioning. Oh. And it has been terrible. Oh, my God. I apologize. I wasn't even putting two and two together that that was your reality during this whole heat wave. Yep. It's, <gasps> it's, been, it's been wild, to say the least. I can imagine. Take care of you. Um, they, they give us water and... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice and generous. <laughs> right. Pretty impressive stuff. <laughs> Gotta love corporate America. You know they had like a series of HR meetings before they came to that decision. <laughs> <laughs> Do we give it to them? Uh <laughs> Maybe we can make room in the budget. <laughs> Refer to this pie chart. <laughs> oh my lord. We both kind of um I feel like this this particular episode of Space Trash is like a sleepy time episode. Ooh, yeah. Should we make tea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As your mom warned us though, don't make sleepy time tea unless you really mean it <laughs> oh, that's true we don't want to we don't want to risk anything it's not that little sleepy bear is not kidding around <laughs> but did you get some sleep you didn't hardly sleep at all last night i did not um well both i did not get any sleep last night or this afternoon oh um, i I did the thing where it's like you lay down and you're resting mm -hmm. and like you kind of drift in and out a little bit, but mm -hmm. not like no actual good sleep sleep. Yeah, there was no REM, REM sleep happening. Yeah. It was very, very shallow. Yeah. Shallow rest, if you will. I don't know how you did it. My friend, on three hours of sleep and a full day of work, I commend you. Yep, I had a, a large iced coffee. Ah, okay, yep. Yep, they're, they're doing the Lord's work today. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, that is, it's divine, it's divine intervention sometimes. <laughs> For sure. So I feel I am not in the same situation, but I am also just tired. And so I understand in a certain sense. Yeah, I feel like these past couple weeks have just been exhausting in general. Yeah, yeah I don't know exactly why that is like if it's social if it's cultural if it's personal if it's a general malaise that has set in across the land <laughs> <laughs> I, it could be that i mean i've i feel like every now and then i check twitter and i'm like okay what social what uh rights are being taken away today yeah. And I mean, so far, I guess there hasn't been anything too major after after the big one of Roe v. Wade. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like now they've gotten us to the point where even if they don't take something away, we like hold the tension of that dread and anticipation in our bones. Yes. So that's a feeling that I don't know that we've 
it's like a new low or something. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But the only comfort is knowing that you also feel the same thing. <laughs> I guess. Misery loves company. <laughs> and I feel like we're not of miserable um, genetics or background. Like we come from a very optimistic family <laughs> and upbringing and we have a lot of things going for us. But there's yeah. still this feeling of like dread or something or yeah definitely anxiety yeah a feeling of sort of like where you were optimistic that you could maybe change something or address a terrible situation you're kind of like pummeled at this point yeah we're like we got a lot of time till november so Um, what what do we do before then yeah, I don't know. I've seen like little canvassers in our neighborhood, only a few. Yeah, I saw I saw some mm-hmm. uh, maybe a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Well So, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. There's there's something going on. <laughs> People got signs. That's that's some people are hitting the streets. <laughs> <laughs> for, for better or worse. I have been getting a lot of text messages. Oh my god, yeah. You do, right? And text emails. emails. And it's... it's like, hey, is this Allison? I'm, you know, Max or whatever. And I'm with the PA Dems. Yeah. But I don't know what they say after that because I honestly don't read them. Yeah, it's... I imagine it's, please give us money because I, we need that. Yeah, I guess that's... I mean, I like, guess that's it. And it's like, I need money too. Yeah. We've been given the money. I'm I'm pretty sure we need a lot more aggressive plan at this point. Yeah. But I will say I do follow the uh, Fetterman on Twitter. Ah, yes. Do you? I do, I believe. He's kind. I think he's hysterical. He is. I mean, as far as politicians go. Right. He's, he is the Wendy's Twitter of politicians. (laughs) I, I don't, um... I mean, I don't know what the general consensus is on this, but I, I think I am entertained by the fact that he is trolling Dr. Oz. I find that to be really witty and engaging. Oh, yeah. Because, one, it's ridiculous that Dr. Oz is <laughs> involved in this. That he exists at all. Yes. <laughs> right, and that he's running for office. Um. Uh, just the bizarre situation <laughs> this country's gotten itself into. I know. And did you ever, like, I just never before thought so much um, about our our particular state of Pennsylvania. Like, I just, <laughs> it's clear to me that I really didn't, you know, growing up in Northeast Philadelphia, I had no sense of what, like, Pennsylvania overall kind of was or how it positions itself politically but it's a total train wreck yes it's it's a lot of things we got philly yeah on the one side pittsburgh on the other right and the middle the middle is a is a bit of a mixed bag if you will right right yeah yeah but it's um so maybe for this reason because like to get into one of the topics that I threw out at you earlier mm-hmm. like all this idea of like what's going to happen in November are we going to elect a governor that's going to rip away all of our rights in like a primitive barbaric sense or are we going to not and it's like 
this idea of how how do you plan your life like remember I don't know if this used to happen to you or if it still happens but people would say things like have a five-year plan oh yeah you know and it was like if you were somebody who had their if you were an adult who had their adult stuff together you would have a five-year plan my god I don't even have a five-minute plan right thank you because I was like all of this stuff that's going on sort of eats away at your sense of like oh I'm confident that I don't know such and such will be the case in next year even yeah I mean we we couldn't have predicted coronavirus Mm. five years ago Mm -hmm. right how that factor into anybody's five-year plan right hopefully it wasn't travel (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean even that it screwed up people's weddings which maybe screwed up their family planning which maybe screwed up their savings who knows yeah so i don't know like do you just think three months out I ask myself this right now because I find myself in a position where maybe I am also looking for a new line of work. Okay. And I was thinking to myself, well, I've had a career in administration for 22 years. Mm -hmm. But if I switch it up now, like, I, I don't know. Like, I might just be like, well, maybe I'll try something for a year and see how that goes. So would it be like a a complete change of career path? Or would you Um, stay semi-administration? I think it... I don't know exactly, but I'd like to get out of administration, I think. Yeah. But only because... I just want something where you just do your little thing and then you leave. Mm. Do you think that you take your home, your work home with you? I refuse to. I refuse to do it. That's good. Which is where I'm running into some complications. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, But you know how it is. Like when you talk about corporate, you always have to be like, set your boundaries yes i am in at 8 8 15 mm. home leave the door leave at 4 30 like those yeah. are my hours yeah okay i am not staying later Mm-mm. i am not i will put in my 70 percent at work that's pretty good that's pretty damn good and I think I've been doing that lately, the not doing my hardest, because um, as I was trying to say on my text, Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, to give you a little background, uh, in the warehouse I was at, the people before the current team were not very timely about things. Ah, okay. And now that it is, uh, there are four of us in there, we have gotten pretty, pretty good at it. Pretty Mm. frankly. Like, we get things out on time. There haven't been many mistakes. Nice. And thank you. Mm -hmm. So, I guess, to reward us for our hard work, we are now just given more work. Oh, geez. This is it. This is the catch 22. Yeah. Like, oh, you're doing good. Let's, it's the I love Lucy chocolate. (laughs) Speed it up. (laughs) Now let's play a fun game called do it faster. Right. Let's see how fast you can go. Good job. Well, it's interesting because also it's like, what, what happens when, it just isn't an, like 
I'm going to phrase this properly. Like corporations rely on you inherently wanting to be told you did a good job. And if that doesn't really matter to you, like after you realize like, well, so what? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm saying that a little bit flip, but it's like, that's really not a motivating factor for me to, to want to keep doing better. It's just like, Oh good. You're happy. I'm happy. I'm out of here. Yes. I, I would love more money. Yeah. That would, that would be an incentive. That Which would be, that money would in be. And of itself is a horrible system, but that may be another episode. <laughs> yeah. I once heard someone say, Money is freedom. Oh. And I was like, okay, that changed my whole perspective on money, really. Because it's kind of like if you have enough, if you had enough money, you could walk away from a job you didn't want or you could live where you want or like the idea that it does get you stuff get you freedom in a certain sense it's like money can't buy happiness but yeah it can buy you the time to find your happiness yeah you can afford peace essentially (gasps) yes that's it you can afford peace how how american of a statement (laughs) is that I can't even afford peace. Yeah. Then that's the reality for a lot of people. Like, yeah. Well, then. A rough neighborhood, or if it's a, like, a job you can't get out of. And, yes. And it's like, to get money, you have to have money. You have to yeah. be able to buy a suit for an interview. And. Yes. I was. I read this headline somewhere that said it's expensive to be poor. Yes. And people never think about that. They're always like, well, you're poor for a reason because you can't get yourself out of a bad way. But it's like, think about that. If you have a job that doesn't pay enough and then everything you do, you have to take out loans to afford it. Then you're always paying off loans and you're never getting ahead of anything. Yeah. And it, passes down generationally yeah that was the example so it was this this young woman who was entering college and her mother mother working two jobs and in order for her daughter to go to college she needed a lap so she so the mom bought the daughter like a four hundred dollar laptop or whatever, but because she couldn't afford four hundred dollars out of pocket, she had to put it on a credit card. So the laptop ended up, you know, over time costing her twelve hundred with all the payment plan or whatever the case. Yeah. And it's insane. It's mm-hmm. it's scummy. I... It's scummy. It's designed to keep the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer. Yeah. Or at least staying where they're at and not getting ahead. Yeah. I don't know how I how I got on that little <laughs> How did we get here? How do we get anywhere on space trash? <laughs> we just kind of sat orbit around the issues. Hey. Hey, what else is good? What else? I had another question for you. Oh, yes. The other question was, um, in the broader sense, it's like this idea of if you're creating, you created something and you want to share it with the world. So I wrote this memoir and it's clear to me that to get it published is going to take a long time, like shopping around for publishers. Mm Mm-hmm. And querying and waiting. Um, I sent it. I sent a query last week somewhere, and they were like, "Awesome, we're gonna start readings on September first, and we have six months, you know, that we spend reading submissions." So you could see how it could easily take a year to to five years to yeah. forever. 
to ever get anything out there. Yeah, that's true. And it's so frustrating because I'm so used to, like, this day and age, it's like, you want to do something? You just self-publish. You just upload a video to YouTube. You just, Like, you just do the thing. Right. So I'm kind of thinking about doing that, maybe. Okay. And you have self-published before? Yeah, I have. But never something that's such a mainstream topic. Like, this is super... In fact, the the feedback that I keep getting is we can't publish your book because it's too popular. Oh. Which is ironic, right? Like, it's like the market is saturated. Every celebrity and her celebrity friend has come out as sober, and they're just... That's where the money is. That's where the attention is. Oh. But that says to me, well, if I just took it and did like a little small town book tour. Yeah, that could be. That could, that could at least feed my soul like right now when it's so everything feels so hopeless and heavy and you're just sitting around waiting for bad things to happen. Mm, yeah. And I think how you said you the purpose of you wanting to get this published is you is you wanting it to be seen like you don't need money which buys happiness as we previously stated (laughs) (laughs) refer back to minute seven (laughs) but if that's not your goal then i mean self-publishing and going on a book tour might be might be the vibe yeah, it might be fun. It, I feel like it would be fun to do this memoir and have people share their stories about what their sobriety has been for them. And um, it's more or less just like an exercise in socializing a topic that I feel never really people don't know how to talk about, but they want to talk about. Ooh, yeah. In, in a way, not everybody, but I mean, obviously, if it's such a popular topic, that means that there's enough sober, curious people that might be interested. Yeah. I mean, I, I was at a party this past weekend. I brought a six pack of non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was like. I did intersplice an alcoholic beer in, but yeah. I was like, okay, I do enjoy this beverage. That's awesome. So, and I want to be able to drink more of it without having to, with be, still being able to drive home and... Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have also, like, my understanding of the not the non-alcoholic liquors and beers and you know the alcohol free options are mostly marketed towards people who want to do exactly what you did like they want they aren't people who want to go 100% sober necessarily but they do want options that taste good and they can intermingle and they can enjoy a beer when they get home or whatever the case And, yeah, I learned that because there's a non-alcoholic gin that I really love. It's by a company called Monday, and they're a startup. And they had, like, this phone call because I was thinking about investing in them as, like, a mini, super tiny venture capitalist type thing. I think we did discuss this a little. I forget if it was on the pod or in person. Yeah, I forget, too. It was probably on the pod, but... In any event, when I was listening to the phone call, the guy was saying, like, our market is so, um, I forget, he had a word for it, but it's not necessarily like the sober recovery community. Because mm-hmm. as you could imagine, that's just, first of all, it's too small to really build a company selling to. Yeah. Um, small, but apparently popular. <laughs> But apparently big enough to crush my little memoir into bits. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
<laughs> my little it, it it's just a little sober hatchling memoir trying its best <laughs> oh my god that makes me laugh I just pictured it like trying its best literally um but I just I don't know if I have the stamina or the the patience or the persistence I'm not good at waiting and trying really hard like I'm just someone who likes to create stuff and put it out there yeah I don't <laughs> like being told to wait or whatever yeah and I think maybe if you were looking to do this as a career that might be something you'd have to do yes that's like, true but if you were just creating and putting it out into the universe i think why not yeah that just like lights my heart up because i love the hands-on aspect of it as well like i would get to design the cover and i would you know yeah what goes into self-publishing like how are you, are you you have a printing press at your home uh. <laughs> that would be like the the geek writer in me is like that sounds amazing <laughs> like i totally want to do that um i just I, in fact like this whole like switching jobs or doing something different like all i want to do is be a barista and like read poetry Ooh. and like own my own coffee shop and devote my life to nothing but that but um oh that sounds lovely actually oh wouldn't that be amazing and i this is random but it has to do with this like um Frank and I, my son Frank and I had eye doctor's appointments on Monday and, excuse me, Monday, Friday, doesn't matter. In any event, we went to the eye doctor's and two doors down from him is this little coffee shop. And this one woman was, it was like this tiny um, little cafe and it was obviously like, this woman owns it and she grinds all the beans and makes the little lattes and all the things. And there was like a couple little tables in there. It was very like homey and like pictures of dogs on the wall. And like people were coming in and they were like, hi, Mary, I'll take my usual. And I was like, oh, my God, like I love this whole vibe. Like I would just love to experience what it is to work in a place like that. Oh, that sounds, yeah. I know. Yeah. Wake up early, put on an apron, I imagined. She had an apron on. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. And she had like just really cool clothes and like tons of earrings. She had like a lot of piercings and um, just like cool eyewear. And she was just so happily making these drinks. And like Frank and I had a lovely experience. We sat at the little table. So is this our calling to open up a coffee shop? I mean, doesn't that sound so cozy? It does. And you can make like scones and stuff to sell. You could make scones. People love scones. People love the scones. I mean, I feel like my mom, right? She loved like Irish soda bread with some tea. It's just such a lovely thought. Yeah. Like, where's that kind of feeling? I was speaking to my very dear friend, Kristen, and she was saying like, she works in the medical field, but she took a summer, gave herself a summer off to just work at a local farm for like, I don't it was like a part-time farm gig. And she just like harvest the produce and delivered it to various homes throughout her little county in Maryland, her little area, whatever. But she was like, honestly, it just felt like good, honest, useful work. Wow. Yeah. As opposed to like, 
when you get into the medical field, that's all corporatized as well. So it's more like how many patients did you see? Get all the documentation so we can prove it, so we can get the money. Mm-hmm. In any event. It's almost like as we are doing our dumb corporate jobs, either administrating or warehousing, mm-hmm. it's like the fantasy is like having a job that's laid back like oh yes it's almost like how the american dream or whatever was like opening up your own shop and oh my god selling your goods and services oh my god i don't know why that never occurred to me but that's exactly you're exactly right Holy, sh- holy mackerel. Like, you can say shit. It's fine. I, I forget. <laughs> you forgetting, like, some episodes I just cursed left and right. <laughs> and then other episodes, I'm like, I forget what do we rate it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what it is. It's so ironic, right? Like, we've, we've become something that's too big. And too impersonal and too exhausting. Like, I I feel like I just, we're not the only ones that feel this way. Yeah, everyone's burnt out. That may be my word, the good word. Ooh. I have been using that word in my journal lately. And I never quite thought I would understand what burnout is. Because I think it's beyond, like, for instance, burnout, you could think is like every day you come home and you're so stressed out and you hate your job. But I think burnout is like you you actually don't care. Yeah. Like, even enough to hate it. Like, you just have no feeling left. It's all, like... I I don't love what I do, but I don't really see much of a way out, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even if I am to get another job that might be better working conditions, air conditioning, better benefits, better pay, it would still, I feel like, eventually get to that point where I'm like, oh, well this isn't really what I want to be doing. It's just kind of what I fell into. Yeah, that's it. Because it's like, I could change jobs, but it'll still be grown of the same nonsense. Yes. If I'm saying that correctly. I I felt the vibe, whatever it was you said. Okay. It's like there's crops of jobs and they all come from the same sordid soil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my God. This is why you write poetry. (laughs) This is why. (laughs) This is why you're the poet and I, I would write sitcoms. This is, this is what I would love to do though. Like think about if we had a coffee shop. And nobody happens to be coming in because it's two o'clock on a random Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I don't know why two and two I picked two two o'clock on a Tuesday, and you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire up the sitcom script I have going and spend yeah. you know some time messing around with that until we get busy again. Like, how great would that be? That'd be amazing. That would be ideal. I feel like. It's, but then you bring in, oh, I'm a business owner now. Yeah, there's got to be a catch. Yeah, a lot goes into that. The good thing about coffee shop, though, is you could say, like, you're open six to two. That's true. You could be done at all by two o'clock. When do you, you're not an afternoon coffee drinker at all oh, that's correct i drink decaf coffees in the afternoon oh okay 
I do. I have an espresso maker. There's espresso, decaf espresso. So I always do that when I get home at like five. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like, because when you say like stop too, I'm like, I will go to Dunkin' after work for like, okay, now I need the afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) Now that I'm done with that work thing. Yeah. You know, the real fun begins. <laughs> the real fun. The mocha, mocha chocolate or whatever everybody <laughs> gets. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's there's always going to be Starbucks and there's always going to be Dunkin' Donuts and they'll always be open 24-7. All right. But that's not what we're trying to be. I don't know. I mean, maybe there is something to be said. I mean, there's certainly the night owls. Yeah, like, ooh, like the college student writing a paper. <laughs> like that person. Exactly. It might be Cousin Val. <laughs> yeah. And then they're, they're struggling and we have to give them life advice. <laughs> We're like, there's no way out of it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know how to help. Here's what you got to do. You got to drop everything, open a coffee shop. <laughs> But nowhere near this one. (laughs) (laughs) Out of our district. I don't know. I mean, everything sounds like fun, I guess, until you have to do it. But I think it just comes down to, like, the why. What what do you want your life to be? Yeah. Who knows? I think too broadly. It's not good. I need a plan. I need an actual concrete plan. A five-year plan or a five a five-month plan. I feel like five months. Like, in fact, it's perfect, right? Because there's five months left in the year. Oh, is there? I think. Yeah. You're five right. Yeah. So, what do I want the next five months to be? What do I want to spend the next five months doing? Hmm. I don't know. To be continued. Right. <laughs> There's the cliffhanger for you. <laughs> How about yourself? What's going on with you? Oh. You had something. You Oh, we did talk about it. We did talk about it. Did I have anything else? What's, co- what's going on culturally with the gays? Let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> We talked oh, a little about the sober circle. Let's talk about what's going on with the gay circle. Right, gay news. Um, yeah, <laughs> gay news. What do I have to report? I think, hmm. I put you on the spot. That's okay. I'm I'm a podcast host. I'm used to this. Um, <laughs> you thrive on this stuff. Well, in in RuPaul's Drag Race news. Yeah. Um. Currently, what is happening behind a paywall that I do not pay for? Uh, <gasps> um, they're having the. All right. I I feel like I've described there's drag race proper mm-hmm. where you get 14 drag queens and and make them compete. Mm-hmm. Then there's All-Stars, where the people that didn't win the first round get a second chance. Ah, okay. And they're doing another season of All-Stars, but this time, they're only taking winners. Oh. The main series or All-Stars, and having them compete against each other. Damn. Competition's fierce. Yeah, so it's the winner of the winners. Okay, and this is still ongoing, or it has completed? This, I believe it's still ongoing. Again, I am, like, hearing about it secondhand through Twitter (laughs) and Instagram. (laughs) Oh, P.S., real quick. What happened happened to Instagram? Oh, how Instagram is TikTok and also Amazon and also... (laughs) Is that what's happening? I don't go on the 
TikTok, but I just have noticed I was off Instagram for like at least a week. And I just went back yesterday and I was like, what is happening with my feed? It's black background. Oh, see, mine was always black because I think I had the dark mode on. No, this, this is different though. The way it scrolls is different. Maybe. And the, they moved like the likes are in the corner. So you don't really see them as easily. I don't know. It just looks really different on my phone. And it seemed like they were trying to make, like, they're promoting reels now. Like, everybody does a reel. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of similar to how TikTok is set up. Yeah. It's on my last friggin' nerve. Yeah. They're, they're copycatting. Well, it's just like, can't you have a platform that's not doing that? Like, everybody's making these things. Yeah. I think we need to get back to back to the basics. Let's get back to the basics. I literally, like, (laughs) I have a white background with typewriter type. Maybe that's. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why people are kind enough to pay attention because it sticks out because it's so boring. Boring is great. Or basic, I mean. Basic is great. <laughs> I'm for basic. That's the other thing. Like when you were saying about the more efficient you become, the more work you get. This is this is where I'm at too. Like all this idea of I mean this like being overachieving and over the top and the best of the best. I'm like, couldn't we all just relax? Like, what is this for? Just do a medium job and be done with it. (laughs) I love that. It's like, what is wrong with that? What is wrong with it? Now that I feel like, I don't know. It's probably like the competitiveness of America. We just pity pit each other against one another. Mm, that could be it. There just, is this also this like Puritan work ethic where it's like work the hardest, be the last one to leave the office, be the first one up at the crack of dawn, like this is the mentality that has taken over at my corporation this this martyrdom like like oh the emails oh they never stop and i was up until 3 a.m and then i woke up at 3 15 and well i didn't mean that about you cousin mark I mean, accurate, but it wasn't, it wasn't emails. It was food poisoning. Oh God. I'm so sorry. Uh, I mean, th- honestly, I'd prefer it to reading emails. Seriously? <laughs> the perfect. Okay. Th- thank you. You perfectly illustrated my point. The only reason that anyone should be up at that hour is because they have some sort of physical ailment that they have no control over like here we are doing this to ourselves it's crazy people are out there making themselves nuts for what for what please tell me who knows right I just don't, I feel like it's just a sickness and then you wonder why people are addicted to things because they're trying to get they don't know a way out. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. 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 The basic coffee. <laughs> yes. Just if we basic. open, we should open like the most mediocre coffee shop. Yes, I love it. Mediocre roast. <laughs> <laughs> We're not the best coffee. We're like, we're fine. <laughs> we're a solid center, baby. We get the job done. That's right. I think there's just this exhaustion. I mean, my God, just do a fine job. This is part of it, like my memoir. Like I was like, look it. 
I'm not trying to be sober boot camp. I'm not trying to be like, I got sober and now I'm a world-class athlete or anything. I'm like, I just want to be fine. I just want to be fine. Yes. That's it. Are you doing fine? I'm so fine. I sleep fine. I'm running. The running is going well in sports news. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sports news. (laughs) (laughs) In sports news, um, um, the running game is strong. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got exercise. I got sleep. I got coffee. I've got writing. What? What else? What else do you need to complicate things for? I I do love how our segments have become me doing gay news and you doing sports news. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever would have seen. Well, the only thing more shocking <laughs> than me doing sports news is RuPaul's for real the twists and the turns my gosh all of which i all of which i don't want to pay eight dollars a month to see i'll tell you these subscriptions add up the hulu the netflix they do i pay disney plus the amazon all of it i pay for hbo and i i like contribute that to my friends that's really I bring, kind. I bring Wait, that to the community well. What do you watch on HBO? Nothing. I uh, just pay for it. Ah. <laughs> uh, sometimes Except, they have good. Sometimes they have good movies. Okay. There is a series that I started to watch that I enjoyed. I don't know if it would be your cup of tea. Uh, mm-hmm. It is called The Peacemaker. I feel like uh, I've heard of this. It's John Cena. Okay. Um, playing this uh, super villain anti-hero. Oh. And it's just very dumb comedy. Oh, it is comedy. It is. Huh. Well, I have gotten into... This is old news for most people. Mm. But... um. I'm watching now the series Dexter. Oh, okay. Did you watch that when it was a thing? I never did. I know uh, my sister, cousin Kate did. Yes. And Frank, cousin Frank did. Cousin Uncle Frank. Yes. And I was always like, this is way too effed up. Like, what we're talking about is a serial killer who's glorified and we're supposed to be on his side and that is wrong and I'm not into this. It's too creepy. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like freaking obsessed and I love it (laughs) because I've like somewhere along the way, I just, I dropped all of my (laughs) moral standards. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) I'm like, well, I'm just going to, I have to have a series basket case if I don't have a thing to watch. Mm. And I think it's new. It's a new sober thing for me because I used to just like not even pay attention. I would just fall, fall asleep slash pass out. And now I'm like, I, I want something to watch with my ice cream. So I, and I have to get into it and there's like seven seasons or something of Dexter. Oh. Well, there you go. And Frankie was like, but mom, think about this. The character might have actually said the character arc, character development or something. He used a really good writer's phrase (laughs) that like the character development in the show is really well done. And he's right. It really is really well written and it keeps you riveted. Oh, after. I should check that one out. Yeah, it's good. It's throwback. It's old school. Nobody's talking about it anymore. (laughs) Perfect. Next watch Breaking Bad. I actually think that's probably what I'll do. I I keep hearing great things. I never got into it. 
Yeah, that's where I was at too. I tried and I was like, this is dumb. Yeah, I watched the pilot. I was like, this is great. And then I never looked back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will sometimes do that. I will watch the first episode of a series and then the very last episode. Oh, that's a great idea, though. And I do. I like it. I feel like as a as a sitcom writer, if you will. Yeah. Or former aspire former aspiring sitcom writer. <laughs> I like that. Um, what I feel like usually the pilot of a TV show is kind of reflected in the finale. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I mean And like, yeah, the things that are set up in the pilot. You can almost predict it when mm. uh, the Big Bang Theory was a thing. Yeah. Um, there was, I guess the thing was, okay, like even in the background, it's like, okay, the elevator's broken. Yes. It has been broken forever. Yeah. And before it came out, I had a coworker who was into it and I was like, and the finale was about to come and I was like, they're going to fix the elevator. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which they did. did happen, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And it was kind of sad because it was like, oh, it's really over. Yeah. But it's so wild. As a writer, don't you think to yourself, like, how did that come to be? Like, that the elevator was broken. Like, and because it was such a thing. Yeah. And it was such a small thing that became a really big part of it. Yeah. And it's, it's great in a way. I mean. Yeah. People have a lot of feelings about the Big Bang Theory. Okay. Like, I'm positive, of course, but then I feel like there's a lot of hate on it. Yeah. And. I'm a very casual watcher of it. Yes. But I'm like, it's a nice little show. It it's is. all it needs to be. That's it. It's just a nice little show that's not trying to be anything other than what it is. It doesn't need to be mind-blowing. No, not everything has to be so glossy and flashy and loud and my god i sound like an elderly person <laughs> oh my god <laughs> literally gonna say like violent and get into all the things yeah. hooting and hollering oh and the sex and the drugs <laughs> <laughs> i am totally channeling grandma and how she used to books about the the Wild West, and that was like her racy read. Oh. You know, back in the day when it was like there wasn't so much on TV. They had four channels or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. We covered a lot of ground. I don't know what the main theme has been, but I think just, I think basic. Bring it back to basics. Yes. Basic jobs, basic yes. entertainment. Yes. Keep keep things simple. Keep it simple. Go for a cup of coffee. Have a conversation. Make a couple of laughs. Make a couple of jokes. Yeah. Go to the job. Do a fine job. But don't don't get so stressed. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. I like I like this episode. Yeah, me too. It was so <laughs> feeling like a little bit fragile today. And um I was like, but I need to talk to cousin Mark. We need to talk it out. Yeah. And I think it was it was a good amount of like cathartic versus like oh just relaxing chatting. Yeah. This is right. For our listeners, this is like we're having our afterward text just on air now. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> After every episode, we're like, this was a good episode, right? 
we're literally like, that's a wrap. That was amazing. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. That was the best yet. That was epic. And then the irony is we just made an episode about being basic and mediocre. We're like, this might have been the number one episode. This is going to change the world. This might be the one. This could be it. Because what's more, what's more inspirational than being mediocre? Amen. In this day and age, right? And everything's over the top. Everybody's got a freaking reel on Instagram now. We've lost our minds. These things have to take a long time to make. People are like recording themselves, recording music in the background. They've got little words coming up here, there, and everywhere. I went to film school. It's exhausting. I don't know how these people do it. Oh my gosh, right. So you have a concept of what it takes to make these things. And if you're making enough reels to have at least one or two a day, you have to have a production company. I don't understand. Yeah. And they do make it a lot easier now. But yeah, I'm sure. It still takes time. time I literally, sorry, go ahead. Time and effort that I don't want to put into making a reel on Instagram. <laughs> I, I was trying to, I Googled, how do I turn the volume off on reels? Meaning I don't feel like hearing these people when I scroll through Instagram. Like I want to turn off the volume of the reels that I am seeing. Uh-huh. But when I Googled, how do I turn off the volume on reels? I got this YouTuber who is teaching people how to make, turn off the volume turn off their own volume so they could dub a song in its place or something like people are lip syncing i guess right right that's a thing and um i because i was just bored and i came upon it so i was like okay what's she gonna talk about i was like 10 seconds into this youtube video and i i had i was like what what are you talking about what are you talking about? I have no idea. I I don't even understand the words that come out of the mouths of these people. Yeah. Get off my lawn. I've lost. There must be some sort of, you've aged out of like an entire digital um, events. Like I just don't, like I don't have the capacity to understand them anymore. Yeah. But anyway... Anyway, Allie, what is your good word? I think I'm going to stick with mediocre. Mediocre roast. I think that's my word of the day and possibly my, the, the name of my hypothetical coffee shop that I have. That'd be great. Coming soon to... The greater Philadelphia area. The medium. (laughs) It's not so great. It's just medium. (laughs) The mediocre Philly. Perfect. Yeah. That feels so, doesn't it feel like a sigh of relief when it's like you just have to do a fine job and be done? Yeah. I love that. I love that too. How about you? Do you have a word? My word was burnout. Oh yeah. Isn't isn't like good per se. <laughs> but I guess recognizing it. Like Yeah. At the end of the day when you're like, Oh, I have been working nonstop eight hours a day, five days a week. Yeah, which is already too much to begin with. The whole five days, forty hours is nonsense. Yeah. It's like, I deserve a break. I deserve a treat. Yeah, I think burnout is just an honest, it's just an honest reflection of where we're at. Yeah. I don't judge it. Yep. Too much, too much that needs to get done. Air quotes under needs. Needs, right. Needs to. Right. What really needs? None of this fucking matters. None of it fucking matters. 
This is us giving advice to the college student who comes to our <laughs> coffee shop. Oh my god, maybe this is a sitcom, mediocre roast. <laughs> oh my god, oh, I'm on it. That would be really fun. I think we should. I think we should kick some ideas around. Ooh. And the whole concept is that we <laughs> we could do a table read like we did at Christmas. Oh my god, yeah, yes. Uh. Oh would... my god, it could just be all the cousins just come in and out of the coffee shop. <laughs> we have conversations. That would be so much fun. We should... Something we should... to think about. Could be our Christmas table read. <laughs> <laughs> we write a Christmas special. <laughs> oh my goodness. A non-denominational holiday episode. Oh, yes. Yes. Make up holidays. <laughs> hipster thanksgiving <laughs> good word those were good words these were all good words good word we had a full a full hour and 50 seconds of good words i mean one can only imagine what the caption for this episode might be yep i wasn't taking notes so no you know it'll be a mediocre caption Yes, exactly. And don't burn yourself out. No, no, I won't. In honor of us, I won't do it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, have a great night. You too. Okay, thanks. Um, yeah, and to our viewers, um, wash your hands, wear a mask, vote, don't mm. burn yourself out, <laughs> stay mediocre. Yes. And we love you. Bye.